So, are you ready then, or? Let's go. Okay. Oh, I'm stuck on food in my mouth. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, y'all, can I mix my T-Rex with your T-Rex and make some pretty babies? I am so addicted to picking up poop, you don't even know. Whoa! Did you see the paint job on that trike? Wow. Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, survivors new and old, to episode 5 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Today is Friday, April 22nd, 2016, and the goal of our show is to offer a server-hosted roundtable discussion that covers all areas of ARC for varied skill levels of survivors. You can reach us by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. You can also grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedarc.podbean.com. Excellent. First, I'm going to start the show off by introducing everybody here tonight. You're going to start at the bottom of the list, and Lee Harvey, say hi. Hi, how's it going? I think for uh, uh, our listeners' enjoyment, I'm going to be breeding two freshly caught dire bears and raising the baby. Keep in mind, I'm playing on a PvE server, and uh, breeding is set at like 10 times speed, so that's why it's hopefully going to go so fast. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. We're going to have a, what, are we going to have, like, a baby shower for you after we get done recording? Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. I can do without that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, fine. <laughs> hey, Goon, introduce yourself. Well, you've already known my name is Goon. I'm level 77. Been in the game for a couple months and dying as much now as I did when I started. <laughs> Situation. Yeah, he died, like, three times today while I was watching. <laughs> All right, Turk, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, you guys know me. I don't need to introduce myself. But hey, how's it going, bros? <laughs> <laughs> the Grumpy Man Speaks. Yeah. The Grumpy Man. Esme, give us a shout out. Well, I'm a cackling for JJ, Esme. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's just my stint. I have the she t-shirts ordered and everything. It's it's a thing now. But um <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm Esme and I'm like level seventy four now and uh, yeah, I've been flying around. I just started getting into the snow biome, and I died there, so that that's a thing. So, uh, welcome to episode five. <laughs> right on. And I'm your host. Uh, my name is Cole, and I have no idea what level I am because I can't get in the game because I'm still stuck with snapshot 16 errors. So, we're doing this on the fly. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Oh, yes. Know. Fun, fun times. All right, so let's move on into Loot Drop. So this is the segment for listener feedback. Did we get any audio, emails, tweets, reviews? Do we have any shout-outs? Let's uh, hear from, well, let's hear from the group. What do we got? Hold on, just one second. Before we start, I want to give a baby bear update. All right, I started, I clicked wander on both of the bears when I introduced myself, and already the female is pregnant. Oh, my. Congratulations. Got some Axe body spray up in there, don't you? <laughs> yep. I know, right? Yeah. Sexy, sexy. Bow chicka wow wow. Yeah, exactly. Bow chicka dino. Yep. They, I, I walked away to go put some stuff in my inventory away, and I came back, and she was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, my. Pretty Sounds like you gave them privacy. Sounds like they'll be on yeah. Mori Povich in no time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you ain't my daddy. He's sleeping um, with my sister. 
chair. Oh, we do we do have some feedback. Cool. We had, we had some feedback off of Twitter. Mr. Donald Roberts at DJRRobs91 wanted to give a shout out and a thank you for your feedback on the show. So hey guys, episode four was the best yet. It feels like the show is finding a natural flow and is loaded with info. So thank you very much. We hope that is the case. So just keep getting better at what we're trying to do. We did get some uh, positive five-star reviews coming up from iTunes. Did you want to read one of those, Mr. Goon? Well, yes, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do it. (laughs) From we have a five-star review from Kizetbert. Casey Bert, (laughs) eighty-nine. Okay. Say so if you're a if you're a fan of PBE arc, this is a great podcast. I listened since the first episode and have enjoyed every one. Helpful tips and fun stories that you can all relate to. I currently play on Xbox, but love to join your server. Keep it up. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Looks like we've got our second five star review from CAA five three zero nine zero. Hey Rated Arc. I love listening to your podcast every week while I input data at my boring job. <laughs> and I'm definitely laughing along with that one. I recently told my friend, A-N-T-I-S-M-A-01, about you guys since he is a PC player. Thanks for the laughs and the ARC update info. You are welcome. And Turk, you said Antisma made it onto the server, right? Yeah, and oh, he got a um, city nickname. Already? City- Yes, yeah, City nicknamed him Smalls. Awesome. <laughs> like, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, he nicknamed That's him Smalls. Awesome. And Smalls always wants stone, so if you have extra stone to help Smalls, <laughs> help Smalls out. I will have to go find Smalls when we get done and no, get him Smalls, stoned. I mean, Smalls give him is stoned. awesome. Smalls is a really cool dude. Awesome. I'll have to. Yeah, he built just up for my. I'd say maybe we ought to take him out Dodicarus so he can gather stone himself. I think he has one, but it's pretty low level. Mm. Oh, okay. If I can ever get back in the game, there's always a whole bunch of uh, decently leveled, or decently uh, aged <laughs> Dodikarai on the mountain behind me. <laughs> I so. like that, Dodikarai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm, wait a minute, that. that didn't sound right. Moving <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> Especially uh, when it's you saying it, Cackling the JJ. <laughs> we got the right, the Cackling the JJ. Uh, <laughs> we did get a question from a listener on our Facebook page by Chuck M. Saying, do any of you guys play in console version at all? And if so, what are your pros and cons other than being behind on patches? So, as I don't know if everybody knows, uh, all of us do play on PC and we all play together. So we really are lacking on that whole console knowledge. So hopefully Chuck will take me up on my offer to be our console ambassador. That's how he phrased it. So yeah, I've you... got an Xbox One, but uh, I think the most I've ever gotten was uh, like a free trial. And then I never even did try it out because I can't imagine playing this with a, like, uh, you know. A vanilla game? No, a hand, uh, the controller? Hand controller, yes. That's yeah, because they, they use the uh, wheel type um, control. Oh, yeah. That would be weird. And so it's Not kind of awkward. Um, my grandsons do it and they seem to do okay, but they're yeah, us old smarter folks. than I am. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah us old folks probably can't handle it very well. So hey, come on, Cole. Hey, come hey. on, Cole. You're not in my class. Well, I'm old Cole is having a birthday. Class. So oh, oh, that's true. True. Yeah, it's not gonna get away from that, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, at work they're doing something as well, and I'm like, Are oh they? God, I'm calling in sick. <laughs> no. No, oh, you love the attention, Cole. No, is, not really. Cole, but Cole is because we love you, dude. <laughs> if there's pizza and beer involved, Cole will yep. be fine. 
That's true. I will take, I will take whatever kind of attention I need for, you know, if it, especially if it's free. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm missing city right now. Yep. Uh, blowing it. Blowing it. Take it off and blowing it. There, there's your city. <laughs> okay, moving on. We um well, also, so yeah, we don't have anybody playing console. So, but Goon is trying to take up the reins on gathering up console news though. So thank you, Goon, for that. So it also looks like we've got a new member for the uh, gaming group here on our server. Ryuro, or is it R-Y-U-R-O? Yep. Not sure how you pronounce that, but welcome. Welcome. Alright, that takes us into our news segment. We've got a lot of news here for you, especially with PAX East going on and a new patch. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's start with Esme. What have you got for us? I found earlier in the week they they unveiled in Unraveling the Mysteries of Arc, the Rockwell Recipes article, and it had the graphic and the little dude and all the crazy writing that I don't know, can't read half the time. But um, it's, it's <laughs> earlier, it's earlier in the year, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, is that they revealed one of the first of many Explorer notes that existed on the Arc, the Explorer Note system. They want to help allow us survivors opportunities to discover the stories of the actual inhabitants that lived on our little island and to learn what their fates are over time. Oh, that so, is cool. Yeah, right? So it's like little snippets and little nuggets of intel that they drop to us via the their little Unraveling the Mysteries of Arc segment thingy. So um, this week they alluded to the Rockwell recipes and... Um, they said that it's thought that by studying these notes, going through their experiences and revealing the secrets that they have discovered, we will be able to get closer to the heart of the mystery surrounding the Ark. So, um, I, like I said, I, I have, I have to do like a Google translate on this dude's writing because it isn't the best. So I did include the link in the show notes so that it'll take you right to the graphic and you can decipher the Rockwell recipes edition and maybe figure out a little bit more about our existence on the island. So cool. have you guys, do you guys follow any of that? Like the more they release stuff? I haven't, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I've been wanting to know a lot, you know. The backstory behind the arc. I'm, it's one of the things I'm looking forward to the game being fully finished, just so I can find out why the hell I'm here. Right. Yeah. And well, what the obelisks look. are, and are right. they from aliens, or is it, you know, just an advanced human species? What is it? Right. And the connection to our little specimens, and the ability to instantly come back to life after we're murdered, and. You know what? Yeah. We got to do that sometime on the podcast. Probably not tonight because we didn't script for it, but <laughs> have a little speculation session about what yeah. we're all doing here. That would be fun. What are, what are your thoughts, Turk? Nah. No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm not into it. No. The reason I'm not into like discussing speculation is everybody can freaking speculate. I don't oh, need to okay. do that for anybody. Yeah, but it's still fun. Um, to I'm just do. here to no. I'm just here to have fun and talk about the fun stuff. We, but that's just me. So, that's right. This is me, the grumpy old. This is a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cackler. <laughs> Not gonna ask. <laughs> Not gonna. Ask. Oh, hey, there's some updated news. What? I haven't really heard too much about the lawsuit and all that jazz, but the only thing right now on the internet regarding the trendy entertainment versus wildcard 
came, like, it was a quote, and it's on all of the places. Polygon, Gamer, GameSpot, PlayStation, blah, blah. Everybody has the same quote, and it says, The only on-the-record notice of the settlement was filed in a Gainesville, Florida, was, was filed in Gainesville, Florida, where Trendy is based and sought mediation. The notice said mediation on Wednesday ended with a final written settlement agreement. So... Everybody kind of thinks it's a closed deal. It's done. They paid what they wanted. Da, 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 and, you know, they played what they had to or what they agreed on. And now it's a closed thing. So that's the only thing if you try to dig it up. Everybody's being kind of tight-lipped on Twitter. So, and PAX East is really amping it yeah. up. So I think that's awesome that, you know, that PAX was following on the heels of all this nonsense because um if i were them i'd be like i need a party right now and i need to be yeah. surrounded with people who love the game and all that stuff so that's awesome just as long as it wasn't 600 million and yeah something stupidly ridiculous like that then uh, it wasn't because they're still paying out for um competitive um like uh the mosas yeah so yep. they, they didn't get screwed so bad it hurt them that's good. well. I doubt that they would be able to stop paying those but because they had already committed a, to it. They just wouldn't do any further. Yeah, but there comes a point where you just pay for something to go away, right? And I think that's might might be what happened. It's also, cheaper to pay for it to go away than it is to pay to fight it. Yep. Yep. That's uh, yeah. It is, and they probably knew that. It's capitalism. Know? Get over it. <laughs> Well, no, this is extortion. That's not capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Extortion, yeah. Oh, uh, come on. Hey, All right, so uh, moving on, let's talk about exactly. PAX East. Yes. Have you been keeping up with any of the pictures and stuff like that online? I about have. I want to ride on that T-Rex so bad. Oh it my looks God. amazing. And then I want poop. Yeah, I know, right? And then I, I saw the tweet <laughs> that they said it, takes, it took four weeks to make that T-Rex. That's, I thought that was pretty cool. Impacts is what, like three days long? And I would pay for pictures of Cole on that T-Rex. We might be able to doctor some pictures of Cole. (laughs) Well, wait, wins Uh, That's fine, I would pay for those also. (laughs) Yeah, wins PAX West. Maybe they'll take it to PAX West. (laughs) I would hope so, because this thing is a hit right now at PAX East, so I would hope that it'd make its way to PAX West. None of us did, so maybe it will. (laughs) But, um, and yeah, Dino... Poop, how cool is that? Like, I totally could make dino poop, and I thought about it, so. <laughs> Just set it in the living room floor and wait for somebody to be like, what right. is that? Is Chihuahua poop, could that pass as dino poop? <laughs> <laughs> Probably too small. It might yeah. be a, it might that be would be like a company to me. Oh. <laughs> because they bite their little shits. They're oh, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I can sell compy poop. I'll sell it on Etsy. <laughs> no, no, what's weird is I have not seen a copy in game for like four real life days. Did somebody do some voodoo magic? Man, come over where I'm at because I think they all hang out at my house now. Yeah, so they are all over my um my no, I Angry Beaver Island. Base. I flew right in there. And I didn't see a one. Angry Beaver Island base. I they're yeah. there. They're uh, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just take one me. today. I had him riding around on my shoulder most of the time. Right? So, yeah, Dino Poop was a toy, and they were handing it out to those people who were brave enough to actually hop in to the live Survival of the Fittest tournaments at PAX East. So, if you signed up and you hopped on the computer, jumped into the Survival of the Fittest, you got some free Dino Poop. So, that was oh, cool. Oh, great. Yeah, that was uh, tweeted out. They have pictures on Twitter by Ark Jesse. He's the creative di- director of Ark. So he, and it's cool because it's a big plush turd 
and it has their little art. Totally super easy. Your grandma could make this stuff. Could crochet yourself an entire compost bin of dino <laughs> poop in like five minutes, I'm sure. Because this stuff is like, this is great uh, idea to make easy money right here. Brown circles and call it dino poop and slap your arc symbol on it. You're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think then you'd be the one in the lawsuit. Yeah, no grandma would. <laughs> no, that's right. Throw grandma under the bus. <laughs> Throw grandma off the train. Does that T-Rex roar too, or do you just sit on it? I haven't heard any reports of it roaring. So at this moment in time, in my unprofessional opinion, I would say you just sit on it. <laughs> but I happen to think if Cole sat on it, it would definitely roar. Hmm. Like, what the hell is this fat thing on my back? Get it off! Get it off! <laughs> it might also sing purple rain, purple rain. Oh, come on. Don't make me cry. Okay. Because <laughs> Cole just loves friends. the purple. Yeah, and, uh... And yeah, I'm sick and tired of coming into my base every night purple and rain. finding purple crap. I'm even doing door handles now, if you don't yeah, know. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I painted them brown. Damn so it. you're... You're more than welcome to come back and pay in purple. It's Actually, like, you have more taste than I do. So. Is it like finding, is it like Where's Waldo? It's like Where's yeah, exactly. Asmaven? Yeah. And I'm like, who the hell painted my doorknob? It's just one knob out of the entire place. <laughs> it, it, what's funny is people answer and they go, it wasn't me. I'm like, dude, I know exactly who it was. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we had one last tweet, and according to community manager chat, they do not have a date yet for Survival of the Fittest to hit, hit Xbox chat, but when it does hit, it will come from a main source and not from his Twitter account. Because everybody's like, hey man, when's it coming out on Xbox? When's it coming out? So he's just like, listen, it's not coming out on my Twitter. You will know about it before I even tweet it. So, so there. It's coming from Xbox, Survival of the Fittest, the MOSA. The free to play, blah blah blah. It will be coming out on Xbox and all the other thingies, but he won't be tweeting it. What's that, Turk? Who? It's community manager Jant. It was kind of a woot, but kind of. Oh. Badass. Okay. <laughs> so it hey, is Goon, coming. So I hear something's happening with PlayStation Four as well. What do you got on that? Yeah, the survival of the fittest is coming to PlayStation Four. They got a date of July nineteenth. I don't know if anyone uh, watched the survival. At the PAX streaming today, it was hilarious to watch it, but it's where Hunger Games meets Jurassic Park. You got like 72 contestants that start off, they all hit the big circle in the middle, pick up weapons of any sign they can get a hold of. Then they go out, they use uh, the tame different dinosaurs, use the dinosaurs to kill everyone else. But the whole idea is just to kill everyone. Last one standing wins. But um, And as of this podcast, so right now, this is the first multiplayer online survival arena from Mosa, uh, brought to PlayStation. The Survivor League um, is also coming to the PlayStation 4. It uh, it will track the top players in every available game mode and will automatically display the rankings on the official site so the world can see that you are in fact the cream of the crop. And that means cash prizes for the best of the best every single month. We've uh, posted a, the, the link to it in the show notes if anyone would uh, want to read the about the stuff themselves that is awesome though you said that you got a chance to watch it yeah there was it was great i watched the streaming today um it's just everyone goes nuts there's people there's spears flying everywhere you dinosaurs are getting tamed real quick coming up 
techie people. It's hilarious to watch. Oh my god, I do need to make a point to get what, boxes. What, what yeah. is awesome is while this game is still in alpha and these guys are making millions of dollars, they're giving back to the community because every one of these events, they give away hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is amazing. I agree. It really is. And it's pretty cool. I, I say this only because like if you've been keeping your eye on any gaming or any games or game developers for any amount of time, I am constantly impressed <laughs> by the amount that, from what I see, it's like they run on like a skeleton crew of people. If you follow any of these guys on Twitter, like, uh, like uh, they have like, sorry. oh, sorry, update, have to update. interrupt. The baby bear was just born. Yes, Yay! baby bear! Is it a girl Feed or a boy? Feed it. I need to know what kind of paint to bring. What does he know? Oh, jeez. It is a baby boy. Aww, baby He's boy. just a tiny Congrats, little furball. Congrats. Take screenshots. I just took the first screenshot, but it's dark. I can't see much. Oh, Aww. there we go. There's a torch. Aww. Yay. <laughs> yeah, definitely take screenshots. We'll put a we'll put a screenshot in our show notes so people can. The know. first yes. live-born baby from our server during the podcast. Awesome. Yay. Awesome. That's, congratulations, Papa Bear Lee. <laughs> Oh, thank Papa you. Bear. Papa Lee. Nice Papa Bear from now on. Yes. You have been deemed Papa Bear. But what but what I was the saying before the baby was born, like all these people were like five different titles. They're like, I'm the co-founder and the creative director and the guy that scrubs the toilets. Like they have like all the titles. So it's pretty cool to see like a group of people. You could I I guess definitely see the passion. Because oh, yeah. they are doing all of the things. And like Jat was tweeting from the airport, working on the game stuff, answering questions from the airport while he's waiting to go to PAX. He could have been, you know, having a cocktail and going to the bathroom or something. But mm -hmm. he's like set up his office in the actual airport, you know, so it's really neat, I guess. And it's always cool to be able to see a game that you really love grow from nothing or little, you know, little baby seed and keep growing, you know, kind of yeah. like a crop plot, I guess. Like it's kind of, yeah. or like a baby dire bear. Like a little yeah. baby dire bear. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I've even, I don't know. I, I'm since, you know, I've responded to stuff that Jad has, has said and same thing with Susan and, and others. And, you know, it's, they don't have to respond. They're in a position where they really don't have to. Fans will still like the game, you know, it's, it's, I mean, just look at Blizzard, who barely ever responds to anything, and people still love the game, people still, you know, play, they still have huge subscriptions, but I think that there would be better feelings between the fans and the business itself if there was a little more effort made, but compared to what ARK is doing, they're always talking, they're responding, they're, you know, helping with problems. I'm at the point where I'm probably going to start asking about my problem in the, the snapshot 16 thing. Cause I just, I have uninstalled and reinstalled so many times that there really has to be something weird happening, but I mean, it's alpha. So this could potentially help them once uh, the game is, you know, released. So, so I don't necessarily feel bad about bugging them on Twitter or whatever. Maybe not during PAX, but um, they don't necessarily have to respond via Twitter, but they do. And because I think that is, they're at a point now that Twitter is a very useful tool, whereas it used to be forums and it used to be email and stuff like that. So they're expanding along with social media expanding. Agreed. What's cool also, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go for it. Yeah, go for oh. it. 
it was cool. A lot of them were at the PAX East, and to watch them uh, interact with the people there and helping out. I mean, the one guy loved his own dinosaur. He kept and he's helping everybody up there. They're having a blast. If you watch their faces, they're having taking pictures with everyone. There's just it was amazing to see how well they interacted with everybody at the whole PAX thing. They've got their people standing behind them. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool, too, because they were actually tweeting out, like, hey, what would you name this dinosaur? So I said to name it Herkimer, but I don't know if you guys typed <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, you should totally just name it Herkimer, but... That's what I'm going to name the baby Yeah, I'm kind of surprised <laughs> you didn't, uh, like, name it for JJ. No, I figured I'd keep that on the down low, you know, because yeah. it's down low. But Well, right. it depends on if it's a male or a female <laughs> T-Rex. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> All right, so let's move on and uh, let's get to the main topic of our show. And I think right now what we're going to be talking about is this new patch that came out. So we've been talking about the dire bear, which we've uh, got a current breeding session and raising a baby going on right now. Yep. Uh, we've, uh, we hear about the manta ray that's come out and... We've got a link to a YouTube to their like preview of it in uh, our show notes. So make sure to go watch that if you haven't seen it because holy crap, the manta rays look amazing. And I think we need to set up a race, a dino race and use the manta rays because it just looks fun as hell. Like a blast. Yeah, total blast. <laughs> and what well, else do we have coming up in well, this Well, there's three patch? of those swimming around in my lagoon. Really? Already? I have not got to see one manta, and I flew around looking, oh, man. God. I'm going to have to hop in the water. Esme, Esme, I don't know where you go or where you've been. Well, sorry, I've been in the snow biome. You know, they're not yeah. there, so. They're not. They're not. <laughs> you know, yeah, I took the water, I took the west coast ride up to uh, Phenom's base to see his um, crazy boat tricks that was going on and I didn't see any from aerial view but I imagine I do really have to get wet no, you have so. to get down low <laughs> uh, if you go down to my lagoon there's three of them there might be two now I think one got killed but Aww. attacked me so we had to take it out and, and you gotta remember the manas are passive tames yes that's yeah Not, yeah they are um, we'll uh, yeah. talk about mo- those I think during uh, the taming yeah segments exactly. So I know we have, there's a couple other things, like the primitive cannon came in and the chemistry table came in, and I don't know anything about the chemistry table, but Turk, you said you do. Oh, I do. I do, and and, and knowing you, Cole, this is something you'll love. (laughs) I can dump um, uh, spoiled meat, um, narco berries in this thing, and it does it at about a five times rate, it... um, creates uh narcotics so it's oh that's nice it's amazing it uses electricity and gas and gas both you have to have it connected to electric and um dump gas into it to make it work interesting sounds kind of like a but i mean they've got a lot of mods out there if you're making spark powder if you're making narcos if you're making um gunpowder um holy crap and it levels you like nobody's business. Nice. That's awesome. Now that had took a crap load of mats, just the, right to make or. Oh God, it is so expensive. It's nuts. What are we looking at? We're looking. It was like, I think I needed like five hundred. Um, oh. I need uh, two fifty electronics, two fifty. Um, what does the polymer make? Um, polymer. 
The organic um, polymers? Yeah. Stuffy? Well, just regular polymer. Um, oh, okay. Organic. Oh, cementing um, paste you're talking about. Uh, cementing paste, it was like 600. Holy crap. Um, oh, man. Metal, it was like um, 1,200. It was crazy. So it's on par of like making an industrial cooker or yeah, an industrial forge. Exactly. Jeez. But it sounds like the bonus is so the, the the rewards are so great. Okay, yep. I just I just um saw I looked up on the arc the Gamepedia. Yeah, it it says the prerequisites to even in even learn it is the beer barrel, the fabricator. Wow. Those are just a, so you have to get drunk, have a fabricator, and a mortar and pestle in order yeah. to make it. Yeah, drunkenness really helps. Well, I was going to build be. a saloon at my base, so. Ah, there's a mod out there that would be perfect for that too. <sighs> oh, is that the pub mod? Yes. No, I, I think that, I think that is definitely one off topic that we need to <laughs> um, incorporate. Okay, you want to try it? Yeah, I've, I've it. used yeah. it before, and it looks really cool. Yeah, I think we should definitely go do for it. it. Fire right. it up when you get okay, the first chance to get. Tonight. Sweet. Do it. I'm excited. Right. So we got a couple other things that happened in this patch. Uh, they made a new Broodmother boss arena. And that's also in this video. So you see this gigantic spider and the little spiders and stuff. And so something that I will never ever go and do because spiders now just have to burn the house down at that point. <laughs> and, then, and then they also added two more player and dino max levels. So wow. did did you guys see that every time you collect a drop, there's a um, uh, like a summon point for the brood mother in the drop? Mm -mm. Yeah. Yes, uh, I did see that. Yep. Right, and then when you collect it, it disappears, right? Um, I was watching a video. I didn't actually do okay. it. I was watching the video. I've caught them. Yeah. I've I've seen them in the drops, and yeah, you can you can take everything from the inventory but the little summon thing you have to have all the the necessary materials right. and if stuff you with hover you. over the summon thing and you put those things back into the drop it will summon the broodmother okay yeah i didn't have any of the stuff on <laughs> oh my to God. summon it so was your first thought turk what about all those people who <laughs> Build their bases around these drops, and like, where does it summon it? Like, right in the first place. No, I was like, haha, the, sucker, stop I was the, base the volcano, top. and I was like, what does it like <laughs> open up the volcano? I was like, I don't know. And Luminum was like, I don't know. Every drop I've gotten has the same thing, so oh god, there's I one know. that drops into my base. I, that's my, I, my that, first thought was, this is no, crazy. <laughs> we'll burn down my metal base at that point. We're burning it down. <laughs> oh my god, spider. it cracked me up. Oh, the little baby follows me when I walk around. Yeah, because they're, they're set to follow automatically. They follow you, because if they're not following you, then they are, uh, aut they were, are born on wander. So if you, like, have them stop following you, then they'll start wandering off. And so okay. you have to... What I usually do when I uh, <laughs> raise a baby is I will get on like one of my mounts that's nearby and whistle it so it will follow the mount and then I just leave the mount there and if I have to run off and get more meat or something then I use a different mount and go get it and come back and it's just still following that mount that's standing there. That is a great idea. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> and that makes me want to go punch some trees. I need that wood. I guess I'm punching some trees.
advanced a tip for new players. Esme, what have you got? Um, I was just going back to the basics because, you know, it's for new players. And one of the first things that I learned about collecting poop, because I was running around picking poop up for anywhere and anything, and it takes forever. So I did not know about the magical thing of Fiomas and force feeding them stimberries to make a mountain of poop appear. So that's a cool thing for new players to know if you're farming and you need a lot of poop and you need it now. You can force feed your Fioma stemberries, but you really want to be careful doing that because stemberries dehydrate you and your dinos. So you also want to have on hand a stack of uh, normal berries to force feed them to bring their water levels back up so they don't die of dehydration. But you will get a nice mountain of poop underneath their buttocks. But also, if it's a, <laughs> this is the thing that irritates me is when I do this, if it has a saddle on, and you go to hit E to pick it up, it, it keeps throwing you up on the thing, and I'm, mm -hmm. you know, to save um, a lot of expletives and, you know, increase pissiness, I would recommend <laughs> take the saddle off and put it in its inventory, and then make your mountain of poop, because then you won't be flung up onto the Fioma every time you try to pick up poop. Because there always seems to be that one piece of poop near the foot, and you're like, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna click on it, and it's like, wee! Throws you up, and you're like, damn it! But Fiomias, Fiomias are done. Why? I, I love because using them. Because beetles. Yeah, beetles but if you don't have makes, a beetle, like no, new players, you're going to find a Fioma before you find a beetle. But, I haven't even seen a beetle in the new area. Plus, so. it's for new players. New players, yeah. they're right. not going to be okay. going That's what I'm okay. saying. New okay. players, right. Fiomas. Right. Hey, but for the alpha tip, I will exactly. tag you, and you're going to teach us about poopy beetles, but... If you're a new player, Fiomas are one of your first people or little, you know, first mounts, not people, first dinos that you're going to come across. <laughs> little piggies. So, the elephant pigs. Yeah, that is going to help you get your gardening going when you're a new player. So, But remember, those stem berries dehydrate, so you need to force feed it also. Nutritious berries and all that jazz. That's the Tinto, Misho, and Azul, not the Narco. And not the stemberries. <laughs> yeah. So, um, also, quick tip: now that we're on stemberries too, if you are being chased, you can uh, eat a bunch of stemberries. To <laughs> if you're being chased, like that'll give you more stamina, but it will also dehydrate dehydrate you, so you have to eat more berries and jump in the jump in the water. But um, and it also helps if you get shot in the face with the dilo when you're new. And if you keep stemberries on your, your toolbar, like I always put mine in zero, you can spam that and it will cut down the effects of the topor that, and it will allow you to see faster. But then once again, jump, go for a swim, not by any mega piranhas, or eat berries. Or suckos. <laughs> so, so yeah, just to let you know. So stemberries can be your friend, but you also need to chase them with some nutritious berries or water. Well, that's me. You know, if you lay down and collect that poop, you don't get yeah, up that's onto just, it. That's just another. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could do that. But, yeah, I usually that go way into you don't first keep jumping person. back on top of the yeah, yeah. thing on the saddle. Just lay down. Yeah, you know, poop. you know, one of my one of my very first playing um, dirt to dirt moments was the fact that I didn't know that I played the whole first part of my game in the prawn position, and I was belly crawling. <laughs> Why am I so small? I actually yeah, think I remember really seeing you there. I was like, why are you on the ground? Oh my god. I, think I asked you that, and you're like, I am? And I'm I like, am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in case you didn't know, 
if you hit your X button, you will be in the prom position. You gotta hit your X button again and get out of that. <laughs> I didn't know that, so. All right, so There's my new player tips. <laughs> Let's move on into alpha tips, and these are tips for the more experienced players, but obviously if you're a new player, take note of this. So when you get to a higher level or uh, once you start noticing some of these things or have some of these dinos, it's actually uh, good to remember. Lee, what have you got for us? Uh, yeah, I was thinking earlier, when you're gathering wood using a beaver, a lot of times you, know, you end up picking up a whole bunch of berries and stuff that you don't want, so you've got to stop and dump out a lot of your inventory and then go back to chopping wood. A good way to avoid that is if you disable following on the beaver and then you ride it out right up to a tree. When you jump off, it'll auto harvest that tree and you can jump back on and drive it to the next one. Makes it a lot easier. Makes it a lot faster. You know, jumping off and jumping back on doesn't take any more time than it does if you're just to keep clicking trying does, to chop down that tree. Does it really make it faster? Yeah, I think so. Because you don't yeah. have to stop and dump all of that extra crap out of your inventory. Yeah, I, I found that if you approach a tree at an angle to where it doesn't collide with a bush, that it's a little bit faster. So, well, I found it nice to keep and keep from getting all those berries in there that load you up and you got to stop all the time. But if right. you do use the the jumping off trick and then jumping back on. Be careful you don't jump back on before the beaver's done harvesting that tree, or it will pick up all the berries in the area, too. Mm. That is annoying. Because, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, don't need you, don't want you, get mm -hmm. out of here. Or, or you just pick the, pick the, put it on wand or pick it up with the quest and fly it, or an RG, and fly it over trees and collect your ass off. So you have yeah, to put it on wand to do that? that? Uh, not sure. I always do. Um, not sure. Yeah, see, I know it doesn't work if, as, if it's set on follow. Because if it's on following behavior, for some reason, it doesn't want to auto-harvest anything. But, yeah. Okay. So, Esme, what have you got for us? Well, I just wanted to toss out there. I don't know if this really is alpha or noob. It might be in the middle. Because I have met a lot of alpha players <laughs> that did not know that you could yeah. hit, hit yeah. your Z button... To make your dino poop before you start fighting another dino. I didn't even <laughs> think about it until I saw this in the show notes. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I'm yeah. still stupid. You I've learn the hard 1300 way. 1,300 hours in this game. And I've never <laughs> no, it's, thought it's about actually, that. To regain um, stamina, hit Z. I mean, always poop. Yeah. And also because the actual amount of time that if your dino is pooping in the fight, like it. It, it pauses, takes a squat, and while it's doing that, it's getting hit. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. It's a double... It's... Yeah. It has a lot of benefits from making your dino take a dump before you dive in. <laughs> no. It, it's not just before. It's... Um, During and all that jazz. Right? The whole... Make sure you utilize that Z button. Is that what you're saying? No. The, the, um, the rate that your stamina, stamina regenerates... It's dependent upon your poop level. Oh, yeah. So if you release your, if you lower your poop level, your stamina increases much more rapidly. Hmm. So anytime you're trying to rejuvenate stamina, poop. Interesting. So if you get hit by awesome. a bunch of bugs and you're diseased and you can't move, 
poop. Well, I should have tried that while I was drowning. Maybe I would have gotten yeah. some stamina back. <laughs> yep, that's how you get stamina back. It's pooping, and it, it works with dinos. It works um, on characters. It works on everything. Poop, just poop. First, you say it. Then you do it. Prince when we need you? Purple poop. Purple poop. <laughs> hey, Turk, you got some tips on the Beatles? Oh, the freaking Beatles are annoying as hell because they <laughs> run around and they get stuck in ramps and they get stuck in chairs and they get stuck. And that's what you want them to do. You want them to get stuck in a chair, stuck in a ramp, because if not, they'll wander off and despawn. And um, as far as fertilizer, these guys put out fertilizer like nobody's freaking business. I don't have to go up north to get oil anymore. They put out oil. Uh, it's it's freaking nuts. Sweet. I don't even have a beetle yet. Do you leave, Argoon? No. I haven't even thought about it. Now that I, I haven't even seen oil, one. Though. Where do you get them? Mostly in caves. Okay, the best cave to get them is a central cave below the volcano. And just um, bring your RG in, pick them up, drag them out, and tame them outside. Oh, okay. Because wow. if you tame them inside, you'll never get them out because they do not follow well. We should have a um, excursion to get beetles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen well, one We yet. built on the server, um, uh, Rocket and I built a, uh, com a little compound outside the central cave. Awesome. So we have a, like a point where people can respawn and have chests and dinos and whatnot. So. Sweet. All right, so let's move on to Pimp My Hut. Do you have a building tip or tricks or anything else that you'd like to share? Are you working on a building project or do you have an idea for a building project? What do you got, Esme? Well, as I was, you know, painting, because that's what I do. <laughs> painting, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> painting all the things. Um, it, it occurred to me that people, while they are painting their huts, if you make a mistake, you pick a wrong color, it didn't turn out the way you like it, you paint the wrong side of the wall or the wrong part of the window, you might want to know about a little thing in game called soap. So, yeah. Uh, soap can be used to remove dye from previously painted items and structures. And in order to use it, you have to stand in front of the structure or the dyno or whatever that you want to remove the paint off from. You press your E menu, you click on the button in the wheel menu for the soap. Do not use it by equipping it to your hot bar because it will poison you. Um, it, is, it is crafted in a cooking pot. And when you're crafting it, you want to make sure you put in the water skin, a water jar, or the canteen with at least 25% water in it. And due to the resources um, it says that is required to make this soap, the fact that each soap is a single use, it can be a very expensive way to undo mass vandalism to a base. So a much <laughs> cheaper alternative could be to simply paint over the vandalism with a paintbrush or a spray painter of a different color. So I've also thought that if I'm going to um, be a prankster, I probably should drop soap off for those people that I paint stuff. So... That'll be my um, my calling card. If there's so, if there's no, soap you around now, <laughs> have you actually made any soap? They had it coming. No, but another thing you can do to make it easier is to uh -huh. make it in the industrial cooker because it's really really easy. Okay, if you have, have you, an industrial cooker, that's have you made any soap yet? Way. No, I love everything I paint. 
<laughs> or you God. wouldn't have painted it in the first place. I made place. some soap. <laughs> I wonder if when it, when you eat it and it poisons you, if it gives you the runs and you die from massive diarrhea. Explosive uh, diarrhea. <laughs> no, I tried it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work. Man. Hey, so soap on the rope wouldn't be a Sorry. viable PvP escape. Just to let you know about the soap, it doesn't work on uh, animals. It just works on structures. Does it just work on structures? Oh, no, no. Yeah, because I, I wanted uh, my big bird. I had yellow. I wanted to get rid of the paint off of it, so I tried making the soap, and it, it doesn't work. So if you want it off your animal, just there's a button on the bottom right corner that I found out after two hours of trying to change my bird. Two hours of making soap and different paints. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I just push the one yeah. button, yeah. it takes all the paint right off. Right. Just a, a, an update on the bear. It's now a juvenile. It has been for probably about two or three minutes. Aww. So that didn't so seem to take you too can, long. So yeah, now it's feeding you off the feeding Stop crop. horse feeding it. Yeah. So now it's eating yeah. Pop-Tarts. Is that what you're well, saying? Pretty much. He's level 107, and his carry weight is 741. Well, that's his final carry weight will be 741. So when his current weight got to 74 at 10%, he swapped over to Juvenile. Man. Yep. Wow. Now you gotta, now you gotta Thanks to the toilet. Magic. But you guys on official servers... This is ten times, bro. So ten times. Yeah. Don't expect it to happen on your server. Yeah, it's not gonna. Well, you could just multiply the time it's taken me by ten, and yes, he's a cute little thing. He's growing fat as he gets old, as he grows up. So uh, we have a question from a listener about tree branches sticking through their walls. So Zach Leg Z Leg seven eighty nine sent us a tweet. Uh, that says, my base is hidden in the woods, but the tree branches come through the walls. Do you know of any way to stop this? I hate that. <laughs> I, it happens to me all the time too. I, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm guessing you want the ambience of making sure you've still got trees everywhere around you and kind of having that thing, or you're on a PVP server where you really want those trees hiding your base. I've never found a way. Physics are kind of suspended, I think, in some of these things where trees just kind of, instead of brushing up against the wall, just go through it. Uh, has anybody else know of any way of doing this? All I can say is chop down the tree. <laughs> I can't offer any way to no, get rid of the, the leaves sticking through your house. The problem is, if, if you're in a house that the tree sticks through the wall and chopping it down doesn't solve it, it's server settings. And if you're on a PvP server and you need that tree, but you hate the limb sticking through the wall, you might as well just let Suck it stick it through the wall. Because yeah. Suck either it Either the annoyance of the limb is going to take you off, or somebody's going to jack your stuff up because they see but, your base easier. So by, I guess it's a catch default, By default, vanilla settings. When you build a structure, nothing will regrow within 10 foundations of your base. So if you have trees growing through your base, either you're on an unofficial and there's some weird settings going on, or um, you've neglected to cut down the tree. So right. I so have I guess no help circumstantially i think uh the circumstances around your base and this annoying limb makes or breaks what you're going to decide to do like if you leave it or you cut it down but at this point yeah i don't know because i've built off the, the foundations and had like ferns pop up and i've had to take my sickle and just get whack at it and if i couldn't i had to destroy the foundation whack at it and then put my foundation back so if you're being more um picky about the aesthetics of your base um, as opposed to actually needing to keep your base hidden 
then I would cut it down. But if you need to keep your base hidden, I would just suck it up, buttercup, and keep that limb there. Yeah. Name the limb. Hang your wet clothing from the limb. Commune with the limb. Whatever you need to do. <laughs> I would oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Name it tree beer. How about you, Goon? Have you ran into that problem? No, there's no trees on my beach. By no, my by my little hut. No. He's got a pretty little peninsula, so. No, he's just logging it like it's the Amazon rainforest. All right. Well, that's going to take us into the mod spotlight. Um, so have you found any mods that you love, mods you hate? So this is a segment that spotlights the mod or an, include with, uh, an interview with a mod dev, which is what I'm working on. So hopefully soon I'll have an interview to be able to post here, but not yet. So we ended up getting, was this an email, Esme? Yep, email. Yep. All From right. Zach Broski. Nice. I was going to say Broski, but I'm glad you said Broski. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool. It's, it's like having the name Dudemeister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zach Dudemeister asked. <laughs> so Zach asks, hey guys, I'm a long, long time arcaholic, and I think it's great what you're doing with the podcast. Even though I'm pretty up to date on everything arc, it's nice to get my arc fix at work while listening about how others experience the game. I recently started my own server for just me and some close friends, a lot like your server, and we were looking for a really good furniture mod. A lot of us love buildings, love building, but it's hard to fill those big bases. And I've been really busy with work lately, and when I do get a chance to get on the computer, most of the time I'd rather play than do research. So I was hoping maybe uh, for one of your mod segments, you guys could look up some good furniture mods and talk about those. Also, when you're talking about the mods, could you include information such as when was it last updated and are there any mods it clashes with? Or any, uh, and then that would be great info for server admins. Thanks. Yeah. And keep up the great work. Well, you're, lu- you're, you're uh, in luck because, well, I completely agree with you. You make this big, really nice base. You put in, you know, all of your crafting stuff, but it's mostly empty. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all you can... Um, put in there is your crafting stuff, maybe a refrigerator or whatever, and then that's it. So I went out and did some research because I can't exactly get in game very much these days, which I'll talk about later. And I ended up finding, um, there's a couple different mods out there that uh, I guess when you kind of put them all together, really form a good, um, kind of a good covering of, I think, what we're all hoping for in furniture. So the first one I want to talk about is building extras and it's uh extras x t r a s so they have a ton of furniture items in this now this uh was last updated it looks like it was last updated january 7th but the uh the creator is pretty prolific he's always on he's updating everything he's actually got quite a few mods uh, this is the specific one that's probably got around 200 things in it. So it's got a, it's got a it's got a greenhouse that you can just plop down rather than having to actually build one. It's got uh, some you know kind of fancy looking things like a little garden area with like a fencing and some grass plots and different um, different kinds of flowers that you can plant. And he split it into different chunks, but yeah. the building extras is the furniture, and then there's temple extras. Um, there's an all-in-one that also includes a Game of Thrones stuff. There is the garden, dino house extras, and the kibble vending machine. Right. So anyway, so this building extras uh, mod has couches, chairs, and tables. It's got different beds than we would be used to seeing. Uh, it's got like a messy bed, 
um, and then it's got a, a regular bed. And the, the beds are kind of cool because you can put them together and they um, match up really closely so you can make it kind of look like a queen size bed just with two mattresses on it, kind of 50s style when you push them together. And the cool thing about this one is it's even got bathroom stuff. So there's a toilet and a shower and a tub and a sink and there's even like a toilet paper roll that you can put on the wall. That's cool. Um, wow. Yeah, I thought it was totally awesome. So you could actually build a literal house if you wanted wow, to have crazy. more immersion in the game. This would be really good for people who want to have kind of a more of an RP feel to the game. I was going to say, I joined a Facebook group. Um, it's not named anything like fancy. It's Ark Survival Evolved. <laughs> so it's <an> Ark <laughs> Survival Evolved. But it's a closed group on Facebook. And like, I actually saw a girl, she had posted her pictures of her house and she had mentioned that that it had the Game of Thrones pack on it. And when then another guy posted, he was like, oh great, I get my girlfriend playing Ark with me, I leave and this is what I come back to. <laughs> like she totally turned his base into like uh, like a chick cave. Like nice. it was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed my butt off because he had it all roar, you know, and he, he logged back in and there was like couches and furniture and all this stuff. So I thought that that was that was cute and that was funny but it's kind of neat uh seeing i'll put the link to the group in the uh, show notes um but cool. it's kind of neat seeing if you don't play on a server with those mods but you just like seeing how they're incorporated mm -hmm. and, or you know it's it was cool seeing how people do it and i i got to fly out to turk's uh castle and you know obviously while i was visiting and seeing amazing paint jobs that other people have done um but <laughs> I uh, I love seeing how everybody does stuff and and Turk I was I fell in love with I saw what you were doing you put that dino frame the dino gate frame up and then you filled it with the railings and that looks badass I thought that was so cool looking so yeah city, oh my god city took that man I'm gonna I want to do that in a snow area. Because, oh my god, it looked awesome. It really <laughs> yeah, added problem, to your build. The problem with that is you will get attacked through that because they Dang can it. see. Through. So put it up on a higher level. So yeah. Okay. Thank you for letting me know that part. <laughs> yeah, because I thought that was so cool. And it really added something to your your castle vibe. I thought so. Yeah, I thought so too it. initially until I got attacked. <laughs> What'd you get attacked by? Cornos. Oh, I think it's neat um, seeing how like our group does stuff because we don't we have like just the basic like corrective structures and stuff like that. But it's really neat seeing like what you can come up with, you know, with what we have. That's that's pretty cool too. No, if if you go out to Bowerix, what what's the guy? Bowerix. His base is freaking awesome. Uh, Lee Harvey. Uh, oh Hell my yeah, god, man. Lee! I flew Lee out Harvey's there today. Lee Harvey's crap is freaking. <laughs> Stupid! It's, I love the bridge, dude. The bridge oh, is amazing. Stupid. Thanks. Oh yeah, God. I like Bow's tower. He did what you were saying about uh, using dino gates. Only he filled it with stone walls, so wow. his building is really cool, like reinforced looking. That's awesome. The yeah. thing is, Lee Harvey's crap is like aesthetically pleasing. Uh huh. And Bowery's crap is like pretty. It's just pretty. It's nice. I'm a dumbass. I can't do it. Uh, props to those guys, man. Well, we're going to be building... Um, well, I'll, I'll save it for the later section when I tell you, look through the spyglass, what we're planning on doing with our whole area over here. All right. So the other uh, mod that I use, and this would be for more like the kitchen stuff. So 
I use uh, Arc Advance, and it's up to 9.0 right now. And this is a, it's a huge mod, but it's got so many different things in it. And then just part of it is kitchen stuff. So it's got a cook stove and a pantry. And it's really cool because the pantry, you can put all those extra seeds and stuff that you get in there. And you can actually make food out of it. Like it's called trail mix, which is really cool because it doesn't spoil at all. So it's food you can take with you all the time and that doesn't spoil. Um, and it acts just as as well as uh, a cooked meat but it's also got a kitchen sink so it's it's just you add this little thing called like the water pump to your existing water pipes that you've got and then you put in your kitchen sink and you can actually turn it on and have actual running water coming out of a faucet and then it's got you know you can open it up and put in you know your extra canteens or water skins or whatever but just this, and then my favorite part of this is if you have a greenhouse and you put a water uh, pump on your, your water going into this greenhouse, you can attach a sprinkler head to your pipe and it will basically spray out so we, all of your plots will reach, uh, will get, have water reach it. So that way you don't have to try to build all these extra pipes going everywhere so you hit every plot and stuff with the water. So the sprinkler is just awesome. I oh, absolutely wow. love that part. Yeah. And, then th and then this is also the mod where um, it's got the, uh, uh, like the poop collector and then the, the thatch maker that it automatically takes the thatch and takes the poop and turns it into fertilizer and then automatically moves the fertilizer into the s storage silo, which holds like 300 um, fertilizer. So, um, and then this mod has other things in it as well, like a glass and metal uh, so you could literally have a glass house and there's all sorts of stuff in it. This is by far my favorite mod within Arc and it's called Arc Advance 9.0. Um, but I really, I just installed the building extras on my Valhalla server. And so whenever I can actually get in and try it out, I will. But just the pictures and reading about uh, the mod building extras definitely has some uh, stuff that would be great for filling up a a new base and if you want to have a a toilet and a shower you can so so cole are you familiar at all with the um accu sima uh mods you like them or um i'm not gonna say i dislike them i just they're i they're not my favorite and i know when i first started playing they had right. some issues and stuff with them like they i don't know if they were broken or something was wrong with them uh so i didn't start off using them but uh I have pretty much stuck with Arc Advance this whole time, but I've been on servers right. that have had the Akashima. Have you used the um, extra arc doors? At yes, all, I am in love with the extra arc doors. So, like, whenever I make one of those glass houses through Arc Advance, I always use the extra arc doors because it's a kind of a double door and you can do it in metal and it just fits the whole theme of having a glass house. Oh. Um, and I like it a little bit better because when you have glass doors, Half the time, I don't know where the hell I have to leave <laughs> because you can't exactly see it. So, um, but yeah, extra arc is definitely something on that I've got on my uh, Valhalla server. Have you tried the? Um, sorry. No, go uh, ahead. Have you tried the uh, metal with glass set? I have. I'm not a fan of the green, and I don't know if they right. got it fixed where you don't have to have the green yet or not. But um, I mean, I like it. It is attractive looking, but um, the thing I like about this Arc Advance one, and I don't know if it's working or not yet because I haven't tried to change the color, but half of the, 
the point of that glass was that you had the option to change what color the glass was. So like if I wanted purple glass and have a purple glass house, then I could um, just by, you know, using the E key to get into the uh, menu and just picking which color you wanted. So, um, but yeah, I, I, God, I love mods. I just, I, there's no way I could ever play on something without mods. So, so Cole, if you had to pick three top building mods and only have three, which three would you choose? Definitely Arc Advance because it brings right. so much to the table. Um, I would say probably Extra Arc because beyond it just giving you really cool doors, it also gives you, um, bit you know like these behemoth gates that is work that really the well together set or just um, say again the, is is would that be the complete set or just the doors uh the complete set so that way you're right. getting the doors you're getting the um because i have talked about this for a long time like i would when i'm on a regular server that doesn't have mods i always wish i could have kind of a a behemoth gate or a dino gate that was horizontal so I could kind of rise up on a bird out of uh, the top of a barn rather than having to try to fly out a door. And they actually have hatches in Extra Arc if it's the complete one. And um, so I and then I really, really like in Extra Arc the little uh, 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 fencing and stuff that they've got. Like you, a, It's a cute little wood fence with a little gate. I love it. Do you notice a lag difference, like an increase in lag, or no? I haven't on the server I've been on, servers I've been on that have had these. Um, I definitely don't notice it on my Valhalla server, but of course it is only just me playing on there right now, so I can get it set up and ready for people to play on. But um, I, I haven't been able to to note. I haven't noticed anything yet. I, I think that the Valhalla map itself is probably giving more lag than these do. And I'm okay with a little bit of lag if it means that I have quality of life improvements, like with what is brought by the Arc Advance. Exactly. And stuff. It's, it's a balance. Exactly. A compromise. And then I don't know for a third one, I'm not really sure. I'm new to the building extras one, so I don't know if I would like it or not. Have you um, tried the um, round walls? I have. That's on uh, another server I play on. But then um, I think if I was going to choose a third one, depending on what my purpose was, because um, advanced architecture, <clears throat> excuse me, advanced architecture is the mod that uh, includes all of the castle mods. So that was the one I was talking about, I think, last week. That was talking about having, like, the really big foundations and, and the walls were a lot but, taller. But you can't, you can't snap the smaller pieces onto it, right? For, are you talking, like, the regular vanilla stuff? Or, right. Actually, you can. They have, uh, there's a kind of like a fence. Um, like a know, fence like foundation? A, yeah, fence foundation type thing. And you can snap that fence foundation to the castle um, foundations, and then you can suddenly start using like wood walls if you wanted to, or so whatever. you could build like um, the the massive walls they have and attach uh, ceilings on top. Or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they also have castle ceilings and stuff too. Yeah, no, yeah, but they're but, bigger. Yeah, but they if you are. wanted to make them smaller. Yeah, you could. Well, I'm not sure on the ceilings how that works, but I would assume right. that you could attach a ceiling to the fence or to the uh, vanilla foundation. But I've never okay. tried that. So that might be something that if any of our uh, listeners have tried, they can let us know or something. Once I can get back into game, I can uh, 
try that out and see exactly. uh, what works. It might be something interesting for next week. Indeed, because it could re it, just them including those vanilla um, fence foundations actually really opens up the opportunities to build all sorts of ways. Actually, it'd be kind of cool to have a castle with a glass roof. Yeah, that yeah, would be cool. I agree. I so, agree. Yeah. So I guess to answer that question, it would be Arc Advanced, Extra Arc, and um, Advanced Architecture would probably be my three top building mods. Because then you have, it sky's the limit on how you want to build, what you want to build. You know, you could pretty much build anything you wanted with those three. Somehow cool. I knew that this whole email had you written all over it, Cole. <laughs> That's why I was like, yes, when I was like, I know exactly who to hit up for this email. <laughs> yeah, so good luck, Zach. I would uh, check out Building Extras, and they've got a whole bunch of different things on there, but specifically furniture, they've got, they separated it down into its own, uh, into its own chunk and uh, just make sure to check out there that we've you're on the right the most updated version and stuff and uh, try it out um, hey cool email us back and let us know if you like it or if you found anything else if you got a chance to research or anything else yeah or you can join us on the show we record uh fridays 10 30 p.m ish on uh eastern standard time so if you'd like to let us know how it's working on you know on your server and you and cole can kind of and it sounds like Turk might be able to, you know, get a convo going or get some feedback on how it worked out for you. You're more than welcome to. Indeed. Hey, how's that uh, dire bear baby going? Yes. He is eating. <laughs> He's eating a lot. Does Herkimer yeah. have a big appetite? Is, is yeah. He, is he eating out of the trough? Oh, yeah. He's eating out of the trough, but oh, I filled good, his inventory good, good. before anyway. As he was as he was growing, his inventory kept expanding, so I just kept filling it more but and more. But once and, he and hits juvie, take it all out. Yeah, put it in the trough. Because he'll eat out of the trough first. The stuff in his inventory is going to spoil. Okay, that's good to know. And while you're talking about that, why don't you tell us the uh, story of how we got to this dire bear baby? Are you saying we're in Taming Pen? Is that We what are. No. <laughs> I guess we oh, are. okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market, huh? Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a hundred- Ow! Oh! oh! Yes! That's awesome! Yeah, I caught and tamed two dire bears today. I used uh, quets both times to catch them. These are the mama and papa of the baby that I'm raising. Uh, I dropped them in my taming, ben, my taming pen and tranked them. And then the first was the female, and she started at level 44. Uh, and she had 1,380 torpor. The, the second, a male, was level 96 and he had 6700 torpor. Now it took a ton of trank arrows for both of them. Uh, I don't remember how many it took for the female but for the male I used over 120 arrows and I broke my bow three times in the process and I was careful about it. I took my time and got mostly headshots. There were a couple of times when my arrows went astray and I would hit the wall but uh, mostly they all hit right in his face. He didn't like me a whole lot. And I almost ended up killing them both. It took so many arrows to trank them. Um, once they finally fell unconscious, I just fed them with cooked prime meat jerky. And it worked really well. Uh, the female uh, at level 44, she ate seven pieces of prime meat jerky. And the male took about twice as much. I, didn't, I couldn't recall exactly how many pieces he ate during taming. But um, they had so much torpor that they weren't going to wake up, so I didn't have to use any narcotics or narco berries to keep them asleep. And uh, they both tamed. They started out 
at 99.8 efficiency taming or taming efficiency, and they slowly decreased and ended where ended around in the middle 98 percentile. But, but you have to keep in account that we're in an accelerated um, server. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think everybody knows that by now. So, I hope so. we're at ten times for taming. Yeah. Fifteen. Is it fifteen? Oh wait, yep. it's fifteen for taming. It was ten for gathering, and then we changed that. Yeah, right. fifteen yeah. times taming. Sorry. Yep. Thank you. Well, it worked out nicely. The female gained twenty-one levels, and the male gained forty-seven by the time they were both tamed. So. I think the cooked prime meat jerky works really well for a uh, a taming food. It's nice because you can always have a bunch of it on you. It doesn't spoil so fast. Yeah, that's a good point because, man, even we have our prime meat spoil timers reduced, but still, yeah, the jerky <laughs> definitely lasts longer. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, the animals seem to like it. I mean, they don't eat too much of it before they're tamed. So, But, again, that could be just because we have an accelerated taming process. Yeah. But I was amazed at how many arrows it took to to take. I was going to ask you what kind man. of what kind of a bow and and everything you were using. Well, the first Ooh. one I used a compound bow because I thought, well, maybe it'll go a little faster. And I, like I said, I almost killed her. So the second time I used, uh, I think it was Turk said I was talking to him about it, and he said, yeah, you might want to use a weaker weapon. So I made a little primitive bow and just was using trank arrows, regular trank arrows for the male. And like I said, it took over 120, you know, arrows. And phew, well, because he was level 96 too, yeah. dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, like I said, his corpor was 6,700. Yeah. You know, as soon as he was unconscious, I checked to see what it was. I mean, that's a lot wow, of torpor. 6,700 torpor. That is well, nuts. It took me um, uh, 28 um, darts. Out of a long rifle to take down an eighty. Wow. So and that's a slower process, like the long neck rifles. It's like no, it's faster. Oh, I mean, like the actual lo loading. It was faster, but like oh uh, yeah, the loading in yeah. between is a little bit slower. Yeah, I I feel like I'm like in. But you should yeah. always wait four to ten seconds between shots to let it take yeah. effect. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was doing. It took a while, but it took a lot just, of arrows. Um, damaging the uh, target. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I took my time and I got mostly headshots. I tried to, you know, I didn't want to kill it. I was trying to be gentle, you know, as gentle as you can be, shooting something in the face. <laughs> Head headshots um, take something down quicker, but do more damage. Yeah. And uh, body shots um, take it down a little bit slower. But um, do less damage. Well, I was just amazed at how much torpor it had. For example, I think it was earlier City had was raising a baby T-Rex. And I think he said it was going to be, what, like a level 133? And it only had a torpor of like 1,200. So a dire bear had, what, three times as much but, almost? But what does it really matter? Because I can go into a cave with a uh, dire wolf with um, 4,000 topor, and I've never gotten it above 400. No, I just mean as far as it takes to tame everything. them. You know, how yeah, hard it is right. to knock them down. Well, what you get after it's tamed and what it was before you tamed it is completely different. Well, after it was tamed... It's multiplied. It went up, yeah, it went up to 15,000 torpor. Right. Like 15,200. before. Yeah, before tamed it was 6,700. Right. But it gained 47 levels, so during the taming process. So it went it went up pretty good. All of its stats went up pretty good. Wow. I've leveled it a few times since then. It's at level 156 now. It was at level 144 
after it was tamed. Sweet. Yeah, he's bad. I... Well, congratulations, Papa. Papa Bear. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm taking lots of pictures. Maybe we can somehow, uh, <laughs> maybe we can put them up for the for yeah, the listeners. Definitely. So, have you guys saw or done anything with the mantas? I've seen them. I saw them in Goon's Lagoon, but Goon's Lagoon. Yep. We need a, a board, a little sign that says that. We you are now entering Goon's Lagoon. <laughs> We need a t-shirt, like those Ron John t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I watched a fun video on manta taming uh, because the first thing I was like, oh, I should probably, before I even go and try to find them, because I, you know, flying around, I couldn't see one. I thought I should probably see what's out there right now because it's new and everybody hops in and they start making YouTube videos and posts and blog posts and all this stuff. So I actually stumbled across um, Alexis Arcade. It's our, it's a... A YouTube channel where she plays multiple games and right now she was doing Ark Survival Evolved. Have you guys ever heard of her? It was the first time I had ever heard of her. Uh-uh. But it was funny. She cracked me up. It would be like me if I did a YouTube video uh-uh. on taming. She like didn't research any of it. She jumped into the water. She started shooting at these mantas <laughs> and she first quickly realized that you do not tame mantas by knocking them out she learned that the hard way i believe she ended up killing her megalodon uh she kept calling him idiot (laughs) 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 she's like oh where'd my idiot go and it was like her megalodon and um so she quickly then it was kind of neat because you got to learn with her and I, i appreciated that and from her whole process you did learn that they don't indeed you do not knock them out you they yeah, they tame as like a passive tame, but they are very aggressive too. But you have to use angler gel. It's not done with meat. Yeah, it's, you know, it's passive. yeah, yeah. So it's done with it's angler gel. With angler, and what um, people say is, lure them into shallow water. Yes. And yep. uh, don't get in front of them. Yep, and I and I was I read that about the shallow water, and then I also recommended or saw that people recommended using bug repellent while trying to yeah. tame them to reduce its aggro range. What? So, and they also said they recommended you use a water mount, like we were saying, to lure them into the shallow water while, when you do attempt to tame it, and that once it's tamed, you can feed it raw meat. But until then, through the whole taming process, you have to do the angler fish. So. Mm. That's deep. Is that or anglerfish more deeper waters? Because I can honestly say I've not yeah. went out to get any angler. Yeah, gel. they're deeper. They're, they're not like not super too deep. deep. They're kind of intermediate. Okay. They're within plesiosaur range. Let me put right. it that way. The taming tips on the manta. Cool. Um, they I have read that they pack a mean punch. Have any of you been punched by them yet? Nope. Nope. Because reports are coming in. That yeah, I've heard it's really bad. <laughs> I've heard it's, yeah. There I'm like, going to put my hat on and go no, play Steve Irwin. Um, Rocket yeah. went out to tame one from my base and came back naked and dead. <laughs> I totally have heard this. So. Because poor Alexis, during her video, she's red. You know, her screen's red. It's pounding. You hear her pulse. You know, and she's not giving up, right? But on some other reports I was reading that even people who who bypassed the scuba gear thought that they would counter it with flak gear, jumped in and found about between seven or six to eight hits. So an average of seven hits, they were pretty feeling, they were pretty well, close to death. <laughs> Their gear was shredded. The, the trick <laughs> so. is to lure them in the shore. shore. Yeah. And then get behind them like on a boat or something. Yes. Or um, put up some pillars. Yep. And uh, protect yourself. So. 
Yeah, that's the seems to be right now the hot ticket item is lure them into those shallow waters. Uh, some yeah. people have tried to stand on rocks. I can't really see how that would, because from one of the videos I've watched, they don't, obviously they don't stand still. They were swimming in circles. Like you would get dizzy watching these taming videos because these people were having to hop on their mount, hop off, feed, hop on, hop off, hop on, hop off. These, these little dirt to they're, they're swimming in circles. There's no stand on a rock and, you know, unless you wedge them or lock them in in some way because they're moving. They're moving and attacking. And another suggestion um, that somebody has tried was they made an underwater cage beneath a raft. So I haven't really experimented with that. Have you guys? That sounds interesting. Yeah, actually, I'm doing that right now. Okay, that's how they're recommending you. They, this has worked, from what I've read, that they built an underwater cage underneath a raft, and they put a doorway, because you can enter the doorway, the mantle will chase you in and still try to keep aggro, and then you can feed them, supposedly, right. this is what the reports were, you feed them while they're trying to enter the door, but they cannot successfully enter the door, and you are at a nice, safe distance to feed them the angler gel. So, that That's right pretty now, ingenious. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what I've gotten so far. So if anybody has any, you know, taming stories of the manta or dire bears, feel free to either email us. You can record yourself, send in your MP3 or your WAV file, and we will include you in the show. Well, I guarantee yeah. my mom has uh, done it. Has he done it? Because I was talking to him today. No, okay, no. He will. He will. I was talking to him today, and I and I let him know he needed angler gel. So he didn't know yet. So that helped yeah, him. I talked to him earlier, yeah. and he was, was on it. Yeah, I was like, dude, we I've been researching this stuff. We need angler gel. He's like, oh, okay. So yeah, I'm sure he's on it. I'm sure he'll have like nine of them tomorrow. That dude so. pl plays like 22 <laughs> hours a day. Yeah. So, yep. So that's what I have for the taming pen. All right. Alrighty. Well, speaking of your boat there, Esfang. Yes? Why are you enraged? I am enraged because I am sick and tired of the view while I am riding, while I am driving my raft or my houseboat. I wanted to scroll out a little bit further. I am tired of looking between the legs of T-Rexes. I am tired of trying to maneuver my way in and out of rocks. Because I choose to build these monstrosities on top of rafts. <laughs> and I have a solution. Hit your K key. Can I do yeah, that? Yeah, but you can't steer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. You can't steer while you're in there. Yeah, you have to go in a straight line. I want well, to know where I'm going. Fat. So I would like to just scale it out a little bit more, and, th and then I'd be happy. But other than but that, yeah. What you do is you hit your K key, uh -huh. and that gives you the view. Uh -huh. And you go back into your first person, and you um, adjust, and you hit go back to K. Does that work? Can yeah. I navigate? Yeah. Yes. That's how yeah. I do it. So you hit yeah. your K key, and then you go into first person. Well, basically, so no. you hit your K key, you scroll out see where you're going and it's like okay i need a little bit to go to a little bit to the left so you hit k again turn to the left a little bit hit k again and then you can still see okay and yes is that the right exactly. way to turn it so but at the end of the day it'd be really awesome if we didn't have to do any of that exactly. and just <laughs> increase the view from above you know a little bit more than what we have now yeah I that's agree. all i would like so rawr. <laughs> so what ends up enraging me and this moves into through the spy uh spyglass is I cannot get into game. No matter what I'm doing, I mean, I can get into 
my Valhalla server, and thankfully I can get onto CRR, but the server that I want to get on is um, I started playing on that Valhalla server a long time ago, and then they switched to the center map. I've talked them up a few times. It was the Valhalla Genesis on the engine site. They were super, super nice over there, but I just cannot get on to their server. And I don't know what it is because it's that snapshot 16 error. So uh, today I completely uninstalled everything, deleted all the folders, got rid of the mods, got rid of the, my profile, got rid of everything. And then I re-downloaded the game and I re reinstalled all of those uh, mods and tried to get everything. And now I still have to go and try to fix my, my video settings so that way everything doesn't look like crap when you first go in. You I, I had a whole bunch of settings to make my my FPS look great and stuff like that. So this is what I've been working on all day. I haven't really gotten to play because I've been doing all of these things. And I really want to be able to get on so I can test out that furniture mod and so I can, uh, you know, get in and try stuff out. But it's just been crazy and I don't understand it. Like there's, I have tried every single, like if you Google Arc Snapshot 16, that's it. Just those two basic things. I have tried every single thing that has been suggested that has been tried that has been done so it's it's getting a little uh frustrating that i still can't get past the when it's loading it just stops at snapshot 16. so that's what i'm going to be working on other than doing a whole bunch of homework and then going out and celebrating my birthday so it'll be a busy weekend so hopefully i at least get some playtime. Uh, looks like, Lee, do you have something to uh, add to Through the Spyglass? I alluded to uh, earlier mine and Bao's plans for our little area over here. And we're thinking about building, I and mean, we're making up plans now, but building actually like a little village-type area down here with uh, independent buildings for different types of crafting, like building like a large forge-type building, you know, putting an industrial forge in it and a fabricator and stuff like that. And then building a greenhouse out on the peninsula and just all kinds of different stuff. And we're wanting to make it so that it's actually like a real village where everybody can come and use oh, all the machines cool. in case they don't have any built. And like new players, when they come in, they can have like, we're going to build a couple of little houses down there. Nothing big or fancy, but, you know, a place for people to stay and uh, get their bearings before they venture off and start their own little, you know, project. So I just thought it would be really cool. We both thought that it would be really cool if we could actually build like our server's first functioning like town. Like a yeah, like a little village and make like the little signs and the little this and that. That'd be neat to do because it it kind of appeals to the players that don't really want to have to don't have a lot of time to gather to craft to build a lot of the big things. But also, there's a lot of players that like to do that on their own. But this gives them that that kind of uh, community vibe. Like if you wanted to stop in or be a part of that, you could. And if you're more of a, a single player or, a, you know, like to do things on your own, you could too. Exactly. That's kind of neat. Uh, yeah, I've already built a little like dock. mayor for... of Herkimerville. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I was about to say, I've already built a little dock for people where you can park your boats or your fish or whatever you're riding on. And... Uh, on the dock is a sign that says "Welcome to Claw Tip Township." And, oh, okay. Uh, I named it Claw Tip because if you look at the map, we're on Footpaw Island, and it looks like a dinosaur claw, and right. we're right at the tip of the claw, so hence Claw Tip. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Somebody I put think... under 
I'm sorry, somebody put under my name here and through the spyglass expanding into the snow biome. That's yeah, that's, oh, that's me. Sorry. That's what I, I was don't asking. Think I put Lee there, though. That's no, weird. I put Lee there because I was asking who this was, and then I think Lee put in um, that he was the one talking. Oh my god, Esme, learn to type. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm expanding into the snow biome. I'm Lee Esme. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm quickly this is the first time I've ever ventured into the snow biome and I'm quickly learning that it is T-Rex heaven and I saw my first alpha T-Rex on the server while I was up there so I think that was a bad sign and I and I chose not to build in that part of the neighborhood probably a wise decision yeah no, I, I I killed a uh, solo killed a uh, alpha T-Rex did you which was really awesome I imagine but, we um, Lumen um, is building up in the snow biome. Oh, I haven't seen them yet. Seen oh, them. yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. I I was flying over on my pterodon. I thought, but I, where should I build? And I didn't really... I started to freeze, obviously, because I didn't have all my fur gear on. I had, like, a few pieces, but not enough to make a difference, apparently. So I landed as fast as I could and started eating the crap out of my cooked meat because, you know, when you're in the cold area, you need to eat more to stay alive. Yeah, it was quite an adventure the other day. The other thing, taming in the mountain. I never thought of how I'm going to get those animals out of the mountain. <laughs> I found a low-level rhino. I was so excited to find a rhino. And I finally found one. It was a lower level. And now it's just kind of chill in there. It's kind of stuck. <laughs> like, Forethought, Esme. Yeah, Forethought. Yeah, I, I needed to plan ahead. Like, okay, I got this cute little, amazing little adorable rhino. But sorry about your luck, buddy. You're probably going to be dinner. <laughs> so if you see a rhino die, that's probably mine. <laughs> just chilling, at the, chilling in this little spot. <laughs> so... Yep. Ta-da! There's my food. Could be Dodo 3.0. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alright, well, it looks like we're moving on to last call for stuff. <laughs> what have we got? Last call. Esme. Yeah, I'm the only one that put anything down, but if you guys, while I'm yakking, have something that pops into your head that you just want to verbal diary out, this is the time to do it. But, okay. um... We are now on Google Play. Last week we were talking about going to be on Google Play. And then I got an email saying, ta-da, you are. So we, uh, podcast-wise, there aren't too many podcasts that are on Google Play, but we are on it. And also a shout-out to Codename Balls, who, while we were recording, is our newest Crossroad Rebellion gaming group member who just joined. <laughs> so, um, and... And I want to give a shout out to our very own Goon for making our amazing outro that you will be hearing at the end of the show. So that was, it's going to, it's pretty badass. He did a great job. Nice. And also a shout out to everyone who has come to join us in game to those who have not yet, but will, will in the future. And to those who have stuck it, stuck, stuck it with us, stuck with us. Apparently I can't read my own stuff. Stuck with us from the first show to the show as we get our footing while we produce this show as a server. And so thank you. And if someone wants to join the server, how do they do that? Wow. Now you can join our, you know, you can go to apply with us at uh, reddinark.podbean.com. You can do the application and fill it out and see what happens. Pretty quick. It's like six questions. Are you nice? Are you not a... Uh. <laughs> do you want to play Ark? Hey, listen. <laughs> I passed it. Yeah, so if I can, it, so. you can. Basically, if you don't mess with people and you do your own thing and you want to have fun, you're pretty much welcome to join. Yeah, I'll just I'll give a final report on the baby here. He's uh, looks to be about a quarter to a third matured. 
So this is gonna take a long time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine how <laughs> long it would take? Night. Could you imagine how long it would take on, a, on an official server? Good oh, Lord. crazy. Yeah, but at least he's juvenile now, so that means you can actually log off, and he's, as long as you leave enough food in there, you don't have to worry about it. Now, well, can we I... put multiple, like five troughs oh, yeah. around him in troughs? As I long put as it's two within up and range, they're totally definitely. full. Yeah, you might want to go for nine. <laughs> yeah, 250, I would say. <laughs> yeah, 250 troughs. <laughs> yeah. You can take a nice nap. <laughs> no, actually, one would probably be enough. But, yeah, I jacked it up quite a bit. Just a tad. Just a tad. Well, each one has 60 slots. Each slot has a yeah. stack of meat in it, so. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Exciting. Well, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Well, I think we have uh, wrapped the show up. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Later. See ya. Who wants to be city and just disconnect? <laughs> Bye. User disconnected from your channel. <laughs> <laughs> and Same. there we go. Bye-bye. <laughs> you can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at Rated Arc on Twitter. Uh-oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedarc.podbean.com. <laughs>